Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. It's a common sense recap of the big stories. It's Cats and Cosby on 77 WABC. And joining us now is Doug Schoen. Uh, Doug, uh, you know, we're talking about this crazy speech by President Biden. Uh, did you see it to me? It said he is down in the polls. He's desperate. He's going to try anything. Well, yeah, I, I, I don't disagree with any of that. I and as long as you don't uh, associate me with any of your uh, colloquy, read it with Tony Schaefer, I'm happy to answer your question with specificity and precision. Uh, speaking less about John's weekend than about America's future, what I would say bluntly is Biden announced he's going to run a totally negative campaign. By saying he's focusing on democracy, it means this campaign is not going to be about the Biden administration, Biden and uh, Bidenomics, the war, any of that. This is going to be about uh, one administration versus another. And since Trump gets better ratings on handling problems than Biden does, it's going to be about Donald Trump, the man, his four trials and his personal peccadillo. And by the way, that's exactly what his speech I thought exactly today, Doug is that he is making it, uh, he's seeing the dwindling numbers on immigration. He's seeing oh, the yeah. dwindling numbers exactly. on economy. And he's saying, okay, I'm going to make it now another, like a personality race. Um, exactly. You know, exactly. what did you make? You, you know, it's interesting, though, Doug, because here he is. He is criticizing uh, President Trump and saying, oh, boy, he is, um, you know, he's a threat to democracy. He's this, he's that. It seemed to me, and I use the phrase at the beginning, Doug, it seemed unpresidential for a guy who is trying to pretend that he is the still unifier in, in chief and that he's the beacon of, of, you know, morals and fortitude. And yet then he was swiping. He called Trump a loser. He he used I, I just thought, you know, if you're going to have that kind of speech, you want to keep it. You want to keep your speech above the fray. Yeah, I don't think he does want to keep it above the fray. I think he believes that his only path to victory is a barnyard brawl and that uh, the lower he goes, the lower Trump goes, and that that is a path to victory because ultimately politics ain't beanbag. It's not whether you get close or not. Uh, it's whether you win. And I think that's their conclusion. Uh, they're not changing policies. You didn't hear him say, uh, I'm committed to doing the people's business that means I'm going to cut spending, do everything I can to reduce inflation, and at the same time tighten the border so we don't have jobs going uh, to uh, non-Americans, you, 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 you didn't hear that. You didn't hear that. Yeah, uh, and you're and, not going to hear it. Right. No, yeah, yeah, right. Uh, and everybody, we're talking to the great pollster, Doug Schoen. Uh, Doug, uh, here is Governor Patterson. So, Doug, I think the biggest mistake that politicians make in campaigns is that when they're other when the other side their opponent does something that they seem to do very well which is the way donald trump refers to people and it works for him 
But it's not going to work for Biden. Just copying what Trump would have done is not going to have the same effect because he himself contradicted what he was saying that he stood for. Yeah, I, I, I think that's true, David. And what I tend to believe is the Biden campaign and the president himself is so bollocked up trying to figure out what to do that they're going to contradict themselves. They're going to be all over the lot. Whereas if you watch Trump, like him or dislike him, and I'm not a supporter, uh, as I think many people know, you know where he's going, you know how he's going to play the game, and you know that he's going to rivet attention on himself, notwithstanding what he stands for. Uh, Frankly, I make Trump a slight favorite going into this race. The one issue that wasn't talked about at all today, really, is abortion, and that could well make uh, a difference in and of itself. That will be part of the narrative relatively soon, I'm pretty confident. Ed Cox? uh, Doug, when you're talking about pejoratives and it's Trump out there uh, throwing them uh, at Biden and Biden's reading them from a script, who wins that stylistically? Exactly. (laughs) Well, I think stylistically uh, Donald Trump is going to win that. And the problem is, There are four criminal trials that are going to come into play, and I get that a large part of the electorate has made their decision about Trump, but for swing voters, for women, I think the betting on the Biden uh, uh, team is that that contrast ultimately will work to their advantage with that small sliver of undecided voters. At least that's the theory. Wow. Well, we will see where it goes. Um, You also had the column, too, about sort of an alternative, too. Uh, Everybody check out. That was a great, great column I read uh, with you and Andy Stein. Imagine if we had a race between Gavin Newsom and Nikki Haley. I'm not advocating for anybody today, but I sure as heck would like to see that race rather than the race we're going to see. Well, you think if if after Joe Biden gets the nomination. And he decides to pardon his son and resign. Who does the Democratic Party nominate? It's up to it's up to the Democratic governors, up to the Democratic uh, senators, who and the DNC. Who do they pick for? Uh, uh, who do they nominate? I, I am convinced they will pick Kamala Harris with one caveat: if President Barack Obama and Michelle Obama decide Michelle Obama should be the candidate. Then and only then you would have Michelle as the candidate, and that would be a very different kind of campaign. That would be 2016 to 2020 versus 2008 to 2016. Doug, I agree with everything you said except Kamala Harris. I think she just has a style that just for some reason uh, makes her – not yeah. even if Biden knew that Biden will not resign if she think if he thinks that it's Pamela. Yeah, she has lower approval numbers right. than the president does. But, but the hypothetical do. was if he resigns, who would they pick? I believe the vice president and her supporters would have an effective stranglehold on the nominating process but for the intercession of the former president. Well, it's going to be an interesting year. That interesting is for year. sure. Uh, Thank Doug you Joe. so much, Doug. Thank you, Doug. No, no it's always a pleasure. Thank God you, bless Doug. You. Have Happy a good weekend. one. Thank, Thank you. you.